Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Folks at home. Folks at home. Welcome to the Ike Live Halloween special. I was busy counting my money a few minutes ago, but now the show has started. It's going to be a great show tonight, folks. Uh, we have <laughs> we have Randy and Robin Howell joining us. Wait a minute. What the? House? Are we the house? Lovey? Introducing my co-host, Lovey. Thurston, we're the house. We're the house. Randy, we're the only house. We're the only at house. The oyster yacht. Of course, club. we're the only house. Uh, Randy and Robin Howe will be joining us tonight on Ike Live. Also, J.T. Kenny. Who is this J.T. Kenny, lovey? I don't know. I've never heard of him. Preposterous. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great show. Also, lovey, we are giving away amazing prizes tonight from all the Ike Live sponsors, and we'll be reviewing the current state of affairs with uh, bass fishing. What, what, bass, FLW, MLF, what are all these stand for? Is this money? Acronyms? Lovey? I don't know. As long as they make us money, it's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, what? <laughs> We'd like to start out by thanking just a few of our sponsors here that... <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> ...that make living on this wretched Ike Live studio island... Possible. Line cutters. Line cutters. Lovey. Line cutters. Line cutters. They help Gilligan a lot, and the professor makes fabulous things with them. And you cutters. did cut those pearls with line oh, cutters. So. <laughs> <laughs> line cutters. Amazing cutting tool. Flush mount. Ring. And also, Lovey, I don't know if you knew this, but brand new, unbelievable zipper pull. Uh, I, please, uh, everybody watching, go to uh, I, uh, go to linecutters.com. Use Ike Live Rules 20, and you could get your very own cutter. Also brought to you by presenting sponsor of the island known as Ike Live, Mystery Tackle Box, and they have a lot of money like me, so I like them. This is going to be a long show. It's going to be a long show. Uh, <laughs> Try to stay in character as long as possible. Why are you messing with me? I'm thinking maybe not. All right, maybe not. All right, mystery, we're also brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. <laughs> Listen to me. It's like Christmas to your doorstep once a month. We're going to be uh, opening one of these boxes tonight. And we got a little promotion we'll be doing with Mr. Tackle Box, and you could win your very own Elite Box tonight. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. Use the promo code Ike Live something, and you're going to get a percentage off a box. Ike Live 20. Ike Live 20, okay. Mm-hmm. Also brought to you by Real Snot. Listen to me. Google it. If you don't believe me, Google it. Go to my page. Go to the Ike Live page. Check out the video of actual Real Snot being used, how much further you can cast. Proof is in the pudding. It's in there. It's in the It's in the pudding. Uh, go to realsnot.com. Use the promo code IKELIVE25, 25% off anything on the Real Snot page. Listen to me, guys. Hang in there. When we come back, we've got an amazing Ike Live Halloween special with special guests and prizes waiting for you. Come on.
Let's go, lovey. Warning! The following live webcast might contain content that some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program, please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the internet. Now it's time for Mike Live. What is this foolishness? How many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Folks at home, folks at home, welcome to the island of Ike Live. I am Thurston Howell the Third. My beautiful wife, Lovey. What's your real name, Lovey? Lovey Howell. Lovey Howell is joining us as the co-host tonight. How are you doing tonight, Lovey? I'm wonderful, thank you. We have an amazing Halloween special for you tonight. By the way. I count up my money recently. I still have a lot of money, and I'm insanely rich. You have $1.6 billion? I have a lot! I don't need to win the damn lottery. I have enough money. We will by the end of tonight. We might have more, lovey. We've got a great Halloween special for everyone tonight, lovey. We have special guests, Randy and Robin Howell. Howell? How? Wait a minute. Howell? Where the Howells? Where the Howells? Imposters. That's preposterous! Preposterous! <laughs> Incremonious! I can hear your sighs of disapproval back there, Brian. <laughs> Incremonious! Uh, you can hear that? <laughs> Randy and Robin Hal joining us tonight. Also, very, very special guest, a good friend of the Ike Live Island here, this wretched island that we can't seem to get off of. JT Kenny will be joining us by phone with a big announcement from JT tonight. Oh, God, thank you for my teddy. Oh, God. I love my teddy. Uh, also, we'll be doing we'll be doing a little bit of a recap on how this show fish my city with some knucklehead that screams too much. Lovey, I don't like all that excitement. It makes me nuts. It's not allowed at the Oyster Yacht Club. No screaming allowed. No screaming. We'll be giving away great prizes, Lovey, later in the show from <gasps> I love Mystery Tackle Box and all the line cutters a and all mystery? the sponsors here at this island. It's going to be a great show. Let me introduce the room real quick. The rest of the cast, Lovey, that we cannot seem to get off of this damn island. No. All this money we have, it's useless. It's all the skipper's fault. It's my fault. Can't use any of it to get off this island. Uh, sitting on the couch tonight, joining us, 
I've been stuck with this guy, this angry man, for way too many years. The Skipper joins us tonight. <laughs> Skipper? Th- thank you for having me. Um, Skipper, you're I looking blame... a little under the weather, Skipper. <laughs> I-, I blame Gilligan, you know, <laughs> under the weather for shipwreck. Right, right. It's we all, all blame it's him. All, it's all Gilligan's fault. Gilligan's fault. The show was late. Gilligan's fault? <laughs> and you know what my name is? What is your name, Skipper? Skipper Jonas Grumby. Jonas Grumby! Was that one of the trivia facts later that we just blew? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we just blew a trivia question, lovey. That'll cost you, Skipper. Well, I wonder why you picked me as the Skipper. Just curious. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the features are <laughs> Same haircut. Yeah. Same hair. hair. It was the haircut. All right, now, Skipper, the question. I You're under the weather. I know you'll possibly be departing into the jungle later to throw up. But who is this character next to you, Skipper? I don't... Who is this? Who are you? Me, me, kill him, Gilligan. <laughs> me, boil Skipper. <laughs> uh, can I ask who you are, young, established, handsome, nipple-crooked man? I am... I am lead headhunter. I was going to marry my fat daughter to Gilligan. <laughs> he thought he was getting the skinny one. <laughs> remember that episode? Too? I remember that. No. <laughs> so listen, dude, I Gilligan, remember that. It's like this, like like uh, attractive, like squall. It's like wandering through the jungle, and he finds. Her, I kind of do now. And she's like hot, and he thinks he's gonna marry her. Well, this dude shows up, and the ceremony's about to start. And then like it's like three hundred pounder, and like a grass skirt comes out. And that's the one he was getting married oh. up to. And he offended the head guy by not marrying her. That's oh. the whole episode. Oh, my God. Chased in that fast speed around yeah, the Yeah, the little Benny Hill. Okay. Let me continue with introducing the island, lovey, because there's two, two, two more characters in the back here. Yes, we were stranded on the island with quite a few people. Quite a few people. Uh, joining us back in the booth tonight, the man who produces the show. He's got a scientific uh, engineering background. The Still- one and only Professor. Professor, how are you tonight, Professor? I'm good. I don't know what I'm... Why don't you sound like a professor? <laughs> professor? There you go. You sound like Brian the Carpenter. Lovey, I don't understand. The professor's a mystery. Why can't he get us off of here? He's so smart. Yes. Hold on. Let me count my money again real quick. Oh, I still have it. Uh, and sitting back in the booth with the professor... There he is. And he really... the Lovey, the, I, would, I, would, I would go as far as the cause... Of being stuck on this wretched island this many years. Mm, yes. It's uh, the Gilligan. Gilligan. The Gilligan. What's up, the guys? Gilligan. What's up? What's up? I'm, I'm here, too. Just, you know, trying to get off the island like everyone else. Gilligan, you know. speak up! I'm here. What's I up? I can't hear Hi. you, young man. Hello. I'm here. That's, Hi. That's the best impression out of anybody I've heard. <laughs> I've got spot on. Absolutely. yourself. <laughs> that's all I had to do. Whoever knew you were... You were Bob Denver. John Denver, what's his name? Bob, Bob, Denver. Bob Denver. Now, here's actually the funny part. I know this is a little out of order, but I do want to bring this up. When we decide... By the way, anybody's watching tonight, please... I don't think so. We, <laughs> go ahead. Nobody watching tonight. But if you're watching tonight, we want to hear from you. This is a ridiculous show. We want to hear from you. Uh, if you have comments on anything that's happening tonight, comments for a guest, please chime in. Hit us up on the IM. Gilligan's manning the IM right now. You could also hit us up on our social media feeds... Wherever my phone is, at Ike Live Show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I, I want to bring something up, Brian. It's funny because we, we, I want to tell the story of how we ended up being Gilligan's Island. Uh, you know, every year, Pete, we have, well, you got to admit, dude, five years in, we've had, 
Halloween specials have been really cool. Yeah. They're one of the funnest shows we do all year. It's usually I know we have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know we have fun. Nobody else, everybody else is cringing like this is terrible. Remember but, the early shows? We would come in and Becky would just have costumes. Yeah. You have to wear oh, yeah. this. <laughs> like what? Yeah, there was no self-involvement. Pete was like mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Mike was a turkey one year. Remember? I was a turkey. Yeah, I was turkey. We've been a lot of. No, things, we were pilgrims. Pilgrims. That's and right. Pilgrims and Indians. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but this one, Dave, I want to give you all the credit because we we had a brainstorming session, and I, what I didn't think it was over the phone, right? It was via text, or yeah. was it, or were we on the phone? It was via text, and we all kind of threw some ideas that were okay, and then you came up with. Gilligan's Island. I want to corner you first. Why? Because you wanted to wear this costume. No. No, no, no. no. My wife and I were coming home from uh, upstate New York fishing. She yeah. came up with the idea. Wow, Mel. I didn't come up with it. Mel, Mel. if you're good watching job, or if you're listening later, shout out to Mel for coming out with a great idea. Uh, she always comes up with a good idea. She, she's she's she got does. she's got yeah. brains. The ladies yeah. always have more brains than the guys. This uh, is two years in a row that your household has come up with the Halloween. Wow. WWE. Wow. Oh yeah, that was me. That was all me. Wow. For sure. yeah. <laughs> You're right. Two years in a row. We've had some interesting ones. Star Wars. Now here. Yeah. Star Trek. Here's Star the thing. Star a lot Trek. a lot of our Star viewers a lot of our viewers and listeners are in the oh, yeah, same are. category of Eric the intern. And I, 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 Eric, I, I want to, put, I do want to put you on the spot a little bit. Becky, tell the story of when we told Eric that we were doing Gilligan's Island. First of all, everybody listening right now, Eric had no idea what Gilligan's Island even effing was. None. Okay. Right. But, but when you told him, is that true? That's true. Basically, yeah. So wow. you got to remember, you know, if you're, if you're probably in your mid twenties or earlier, unless you're a hardcore old TV sitcom fan, you have no freaking clue. What Gilligan's Island is. There's probably people right now Googling it. But you told Eric he's going to be Gilligan. Yeah. And, and, and at first he was kind of like, well, what's that? What's, I don't really, what's that? What do you mean? But then. I told him he was Gilligan of Gilligan's Island. Of Gilligan's Island. And, and then what happened? And Eric got so excited because he was like the lead character. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it wasn't a, a high bar to break considering I was in a dress last year. Let's just be honest. That's right. But That's I right. thought for sure you were going to be Ginger this time. Someone said that in the comments, actually. Yeah. They were like, you're always going so hard on Eric. He must be Ginger. <laughs> ginger. <laughs> Don't worry. Ginger and um, Marianne. Marianne are, are ginger coming. Ginger and Marianne will be making appearances later tonight, by the way. Excellent. Just let everybody know. Uh, yeah, Pete, give the hiv to that microphone right there, will you? <laughs> putting virus bugs Mark on right this now. phone Mark right now. Mark that headset as Pete's we'll headset. We'll get the Clorox out. As Pete's headset. Uh we're going to have a great show for you tonight, guys. Uh, listen to me. We've got Randy and Robin Howe on tonight. I thought we were the house, but we do have Randy and Robin Howe on tonight. Uh, catching up with those guys. Haven't had Randy on in a while. We've also got a great friend of the show, JT Kenny, on tonight, making a big announcement, Brian DeCarpenter. Yeah, that is correct. Sort of not for the first time, but sort but, of not. but a big Pretty announcement. amazing announcement. An though. amazing announcement. Huge, yeah. I, I got a lot of questions for him. Yeah, Pete's uh, very excited about it. It's not that big. It's not that big. <laughs> uh, also, Brian and Carpenter, we're going to be giving away some great prizes tonight. We have a little contest in store. We're yes, going to be talking very about cool contest in the second half of the second show. Second half of the hour. show. Second Hang hour. in there because you're going to get amazing prizes from Flambo, Mystery Tackle Box, Line Cutter, uh, Liquid Mayhem, Real Snot. A lot of great prizes uh, in store for you. And finally, we're going to be catching up on some stuff, Beck, which I'm excited about. We're going to be catching up on Fish My City. Mm-hmm. We're going to be catching up a little bit on the state of the sport. And we're really going to try hard to get Kelly Jordan on in the third segment. Kelly Jordan, a big player 
in Major League Fishing. We're going to try to get him on. I know he's got a lot going on tonight. But if you want to, right now, if you're sitting in front of your phone and you want to uh, hashtag or, or uh, 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 at Kelly Jordan. Uh, and, harass and, him. And, yeah, harass him about coming on tonight. That'd be great because we'd love to hear from Kelly. Yes. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, what are you showing me right there? I don't even know what he's showing me. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we want to start out uh, every show, as we always do, and we want to send a huge shout-out to our military, active and veterans, uh, men and women. Thank you guys for what you do. It's a crazy world. Also, uh, our policemen, firemen, EMT, thank you guys for your service. We, we appreciate what you do. Uh, you know, also, and I, you know, we, we, we definitely uh, want to always recognize amazing things, sad things, uh, to people that are special to the show. And um, we got a, a, a fan of the show that's been watching since almost the very beginning, uh, Matt Eichinger, a uh, big fan and supporter of Ike Live and, and everything we do. We're thinking about you, Matt, right now and, 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 and your family. Um, it's tough. Uh, they just lost a, uh, an, an infant, an eight-month-old. Uh, it's, I, I tell you, I, I, I can't, even, can't even imagine. I, can't even, I don't want to try to imagine. I can't even imagine, but I know... It's tough going through a loss, and 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 with someone with someone so young, um, we're thinking about you. Uh, there's also um, there's a GoFundMe account set up, Brian the Carpenter, if I'm correct. Uh, and if you'd like to help Matt and his family, it's a really tough time for him. Please check it out. Um, they have a GoFundMe account. If you ser- search Matt Eichinger, and I'm going to spell it for you, it's E I C H I N G E R. Yeah, and that's that's M A T one T. M A T one T. Uh, Matt Eichinger. If you search that, you'll be able to find his GoFundMe if you want to help out. Uh, so we're thinking about you, Matt. And uh, Pete, the other thing too, I, I needed to say it. And I, I asked you before the show came on if it was okay to mention it. I, I am uh, uh, condolences to you and your wife. Uh, Shelley's father passed away. Your father-in-law passed away recently, and, and we're thinking about you guys. We know it's it's tough. You you want to talk about that all? And I know you said. You mentioned to me upstairs his service was special, and and Becky and I went through that, and it, it's an amazing thing. And, yeah. and well, thank you, I appreciate yeah. it. And um, you know, thoughts and prayers out to the Ross family. Uh, it was Howard Ross. He was a Vietnam vet. Um, he was in the artillery. Uh, real history buff. Great guy. Uh, and I tried to I tried to keep getting through it, but uh, his father uh, was Howard Ross Jr., a World War II vet. Wow. And um. You know, we were at the cemetery. Uh, they got bit, um, buried in a military-style service yes. where they had a 21-gun salute and, and played taps. And It's amazing. Man, it's amazing. Not, it's emotional. There's not a dry eye in the house. Yeah. And I thank thank you guys for a wonderful service. And, and um, like I said, thoughts and prayers out to the family, Shelly and my, my beautiful son, Jay, yeah. who are dealing with their loss right now. Yeah, those services are tough. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I think a service like that, the emotions are even bigger. But it, because it, it, I think there's there's sadness, but there's also you're proud. You're proud that that's happened, and he was a part of of that, and a, and a greater thing, you know, the greater Absolutely. good. Absolutely. So th- it's like you're proud and you're sad at the same time, you know. And you know, in his situation, you know, we're we're also grateful that you know it's, it's one of those pain and suffering scenarios yeah. is now over, and he was going through a lot of that. Yeah. And I'm appreciative that that he's at peace now. Yeah. Well, we're 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 going to continue to think about you guys, Pete. I know it's I know it's tough. Was he buried at Beverly, New Jersey. Uh, no, in uh, Williamstown. Okay, at the, a, a big veteran service. Yeah, that, yeah. I can't recall Beverly. the name of the the facility, but okay. it's a huge facility there, and and they do a wonderful job. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Brian Carpenter, switch gears a little bit. I, we have time to talk about the uh, fish must state a little bit, or you want to get right into? No, nah, hit it, bro. Yeah, uh, sw- switching gears. You know, uh, Beck, do want to mention or uh, Lovey? I want to mention uh, fish my city. We're two weeks in now. Two weeks in. Two weeks into fish my city. Uh, I, I actually wanted to corner everybody here real quick. I, and by the way, I hope everybody's watching Friday nights. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, original airings for the next four weeks. Also, you're going to be able to start seeing some re-airs. Tomorrow night at 8 and 9 p.m., you're going to be able to go back and see the New York City show, also the New Orleans, Louisiana show. Hope everybody, if you haven't watched it, tune in tomorrow night. Tune in this coming Friday to see London, England, at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Nat Geo Wild. If you don't have Nat Geo Wild, um, you can on-demand the episodes. Or if you can't even on demand because you're director dish or whatever, you can go to the website Nat Geo Wild and that the episodes are on there now as well. Can, so can you get it uh, Apple TV and iTunes and? I, I'm pretty sure. That's I thought, what people I, ask me about that. I thought that you ask could because don't they have all the different channels? If you can't, then just go onto the website and watch. Word. Word. I'm not sure about every last. Yeah, so I did want to call you guys to the plate and get. I, I talk, Brian. I, you're the only one probably I talked to about it, and maybe a little bit Eric. But have have you guys watched it, Dave? Have you seen any episodes yet? Yeah, both of them. Sure. What do you think? Give me an honest opinion. I like them both. I, I thought the production value was just. I mean, it's what Yeah. Yeah. Production value is amazing. What didn't you like about the show? Is there anything you didn't like about the show? No, because I, I, it's not the kind of fishing show we grew up on. Right. We're not watching that to learn how to fish. Right. Right? It was, it was just entertaining. Yeah. And it's fun to watch. I really liked that guy in Louisiana you fished with with the camouflage pants and the bike. Oh, yeah. Kind of like hobo <laughs> fishing. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? You're right. Mark Hood. His <laughs> name was Mark Hood. Shout out to Mark Hood. I know you're not watching because he's pretty much a street person, but... Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. It was like shooting yeah, fish. Yeah. It was so cool. Oh, it was great. How'd you find that guy? They they tracked him down somehow. They tracked him down. He was and he was great. He was uh, honestly so dialed in to the fishing that we all consider trash fishing, you know, which is catfish and, and gar. gar, you know, which gar have gotten a bad rap mm-hmm. over the years as being the lowliest fish on the totem pole. Yeah. Dum dum. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but there, but but the thing about about the show, and I, I hope that part's come clear, is it's really uh, it, it's erased stereotypes for me, and it and it's been a learning process for me. Like with gar, I didn't realize that it is the oldest freshwater fish that swims in the United States. Oh, it's from the Jurassic period. Wow. I mean, you know what I mean. So yeah. here at here ten years ago. As a bass guy, I'm like, look at these things. All these things are a pain in the ass. What a yeah. piece of junk. Yep. And really, it's this beautiful, amazing species that's old, yep. prehistoric, and extremely tough to catch on purpose. You know, I'm not talking about snagging it accidentally yeah. with a lure. I'm talking about f- catching it, like physically catching it. Super difficult. Super smart, intelligent fish, you know? And, and its behavior and the way it lives, the way it adapts. Um you know, I, I'm I'm always like, you know, how does this thing survive that long? It it's got an air bladder, like a lot like a like a uh, snakehead. Okay. So it's able to gulp. If you've ever seen them, it's I've true. seen it before. They come up and snap. They can live in in water that has next to no oxygen. No oxygen. Um, you know, water that's inches deep. Mm-hmm. They can survive, dude. They got an armor plate. I mean, dude, I I literally a couple of the ones I caught, I knock on them, and it was like hitting like a, a shell. You know. <laughs> 
it, I mean, it was that hard, you know? Yep. So it, it's a cool part of the show for me is getting to fish for these species that are weird, strange. Another one of my favorite parts about Louisiana. Dave, quit whispering. <clears throat> I'm not whispering, Brian. It's smart. I fix the mics. Stop texting. <laughs> Mark, put that shit next to your face. Eight shows, Dave. In eight shows, we'll have new mics. <laughs> yeah, so listen. 2020. My favorite part, right? Wait, wait. Am I getting shit for this? Because no. he goes into bedroom voice? No. <laughs> you all know he goes into bedroom voice when he's trying to be articulate and starts whispering. Dave, did you yeah. ever accidentally slip out Ike Live when you and Mel were getting busy? Like, Ike Live. Did it ever just slip out by accident? because no, she calls it Ike Alive. Ike Alive. Ike Alive. Yeah, Ike Alive. The kids say that too sometimes. Yeah, Ike Alive. Yeah, that's funny. But no, what I was getting at, Brian. Yes. Is that, uh, dude, like, having worked in the hood, having worked in the ghetto, and seeing some of the things that just lay around in the ghetto that don't lay around out here, when you sat in that office chair that was oh, dude, sitting next to the railroad Random tracks. ass office chair <laughs> just laying there. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't see office chairs laying around this town anywhere, dude. Unbelievable. You Unbelievable. But, it, but the locations, the guests, the, the guests to me are a gem of the show. Like when I look at it, I'm very critical of the show because I, I sit here and tell you 20 things I would have rather seen in the show and redid, but I'm not going to get into that. But I love the characters. I love those guys. I love the stuff like that. Like Mark Hood built this net. I don't know if you saw the net. PBC. Dude, it's literally yeah. like the hockey nets yeah, we yeah, used yeah. to build back in the day. Yep. Dude, this cheap black netting, like I mean it was amazing. Like all this to me, I'm like, God, this is this is what fishing's all about, I man. Agree. You had no confidence in that net going in. I was You're very, like, very worried skeptical. about the net. I was very worried about the net. I was worried about the tackle. I ended up catching one of the guard, one of the nice ones. On bass tackle, and I was worried about not being able to catch him, but it, it worked. And uh, it's, I, I like it's the, been great. the, you know, it had so much to offer from different realms. You know, you, there was travel, there was there was food, yeah. there was there was history, there was you know a little biology or science about the fish. Yep. There was fishing. There was yeah. you acting like you know like you act, and the, so so it had yeah it had a lot to offer, and it was really shiny. Shiny, yeah. shiny. I, it's I like a lot it. more shinier than City Limits was. The hard part about the show, and I'm I'm just gonna say it. I don't even care if people from that geo are watching or production company. They're look, not. look at it. They're not. I'm just. They're Becky's cringing. Um, the hardest part of the success of this show is gonna be the great thing about it is being on that geo wild. The hardest part about this show being successful is it's on that geo wild. Oh. And I honestly say that for, and I want to explain that. I say that from an, an honest opinion that 60% of Nat Geo Wild's viewers are women. They're housewives, right? They're, is, is that right? That's absolutely right. Okay. They're, they're they're late 20s they're, to 60-year-old women. Their top show is Dr. Pool. Yeah. So they love the, like, happy animal yep. story where they save yeah. the whatever. Yeah. And, and, again, that's a positive and negative. It's a positive because that's exactly where I want to get fishing. I want to get fishing in places where it doesn't get... I want to get in the households of those women, and I want to get them. I, I, what did I, say? I want to get the. Pa- I didn't say. What did I say? Did I say something? You want to get in the house? It was like a George W. Women. Bush moment. Yeah. Doctors practicing their love. Of women. Oh God. Eric, Eric, check, I know. That, check that timestamp. We might need to cut that for social. I know. Eric Intern's going to be cutting this later. This is really bad. Sorry, Mike. No, it wasn't that bad. I, I, Bill, I, Bill Taylor is giving you a disapproval. Oh, that's right, Bill Taylor. Look at his arms are crossed. He's always watching over me now. Hey, hey, hey Mike. Oh, Bill. In your defense. Minus the way you said it. Minus the way I said it. It's true. It, it is true. Uh, it's 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 great that we're getting to people that don't normally watch fishing. 
but it's also the challenge, right? It's also the challenge and how I think women can handle it. Yeah, I don't know. How do you... Take the Walking Dead is one of the goriest, most harshest rea- TV shows right. out there, and I guarantee you the majority of their viewerships women, right? Because the roles on the show since the beginning till now have they kill off men every episode and introduce a new woman character. It's like Becky and, and her Office Girls are writing it. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's, <laughs> so it's sweet. So weird towards women, w- women empowerment. Yeah, shit like that there. Yeah, but you know, we'll we'll see. I I am uh, I'm I'm proud of the show. You know what I mean? I I hope it does well. We've got, you know, I think we've got a couple more, three four more weeks here to get some new uh, episodes out. Hopefully, people will keep watching. Eric Dinter, what do you got? Gilligan. Yeah, David wants uh, to know if everything goes well. If you have any bucket list cities mm. that you're thinking about going to for season two? Yes, David. Great question. Here's a really cool thing we're going to do. I want I'll answer it two ways. A cool thing we're going to do is. Um, about three weeks in, four weeks in, right before the last show airs, Pete, we're going to do a social promotion on my on my side, and we're going to do uh, a big promotion revolved around asking people to submit cities, right? And and we're going to actually use that uh, as a template for where we're going to go season two. Knock knock on plexiglass so if there is a season two. So you don't mean to send IM messages now? Yeah, you can send some now, but uh, hold them for a few weeks. We're going to have a big campaign. Based and do around, your research because yeah. if you watch the show, you have to catch three species right. of fish That's at so one key. time. That's so key. But the the second part of that is I can give you some right now that are on my bucket list and 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 listen to this. Back. Is that cheating? It's not cheating. I'm, I I'll just give you mine right here, and they go like this. I want I want to have a few on the West Coast, one on the West Coast, and one in the Pacific Northwest. So Los Angeles or San Francisco is going to be on there season two, one of those two, and then Seattle or Portland. Will be on there, season two, Pacific Northwest. So you'll get there's there's two salmon, right? Yeah, salmon sturgeon in mm. Portland, in downtown Portland, dude. Think about it, sturgeon, bro. <laughs> they get big, like as big as the couch you're sitting on. Yep. The bigger. Uh, I I, I want to have a few in the in the in the Midwest. I want to uh, when you talk about Chicago, Detroit, Milwaukee, all great cities that have w- way more than three species. Uh, Detroit River for sure is one. Uh, and I even I even have a guy, uh, Bondi, uh, John Bondi, I have on my radar to get up there. Eric Hadia in Milwaukee, I have my eye to get up there with him. Uh, Twin Cities is another one in that that part of the world. Uh, has some great fishing. So there's some cities there. See, I'm thinking like Bangkok. Well, well, I was going to get to international, but I like Bangkok. Like the Rhine, go fish like. The I love Rhine, it. You know what I mean? I like, love it. Dude, when you think international, think of some of those iconic cities. Here it goes. You ready, Beck? I'm going to say it. Paris, dude. Paris. They have freaking Wells catfish in Paris. I'm talking about the cats that eat pigeons off the bank. Can you imagine that shit? Can you imagine? Finally, I'll be able to get to use the duck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but French nice. pigeons are probably afraid to fly away and preserve themselves so they don't <laughs> offend the catfish. We, we. Yeah, so there's a lot. I mean, you talk about uh, Italy, Japan. Russia, oh my God, dude! Can you imagine a show in Russia? How awesome would that be? Hawaii, uh, Alaska, Canada, Australia. Alaska would be really. Cool. Oh my God. You start to write There's a handful of South American countries. South American countries. Um, uh, Dubai. We we've seen footage of people catching fish in Dubai, like amazing saltwater fish in Dubai. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Ike's <laughs> Island would be a great location. So. <laughs> 
Uh, Amazon would be kind of cool. There's definitely multiple species. Yeah, Brazil. Yeah. Whispering. Brazil would be great. Bro, I have yeah. paint on my face, unlike you with your 7-Eleven wig. And now he's yelling. He, he did put bronzer on. I got, I got, uh, <laughs> I got bronzer on. Did you put bronzer on? I did. Oh. You do have a We're lot of facial hair. We're stranded on an island. Mm, he needed to look island. tan. Native island. Although Lovey was always very pale. <laughs> I'll explain that. Lovey? <laughs> yeah, how, was, how does she say so light? It was all the money. She probably wrapped herself in money. She was always in her hut cleaning it. That's right. Uh, guests. So I am excited. I hope everybody tunes in. I hope everybody uh, uh, watches an episode. I got a question. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the show. I watched the uh, New Orleans show. It was awesome. Yep. I had a lot of fun. New Orleans. I, um, I was unable, due to circumstances, to watch the first one. Yep. And um, I, I, can, can you go back and watch that yes. somewhere? Back. It is on demand. Yes. And then, but tomorrow night between eight and ten, they're actually re-airing both of the first two yep. episodes. So New York so you, could, okay. you could DVR them, you could on-demand awesome. them, or yep. you can go to Nat Geo Wild. They have the full episodes on the website as well. Excellent. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, awesome. yes, Professor. Oh, yes, cool. Uh, Eric Dinter, any more questions, real quick? We're gonna keep moving. Clearly, he's busy. Wait, cropping. can I tell you my favorite part so far? Yes. My favorite city hasn't happened yet. Um, but my favorite part is that Mike put himself in timeout in New York. Did anyone catch that? <laughs> like he misses, he misses a fish. Is that what you were striper fishing? I was fishing for bluefish. Bluefish. And I lost misses, one at the net. He lost one and he like curses oh, and he puts that. himself in timeout in the front of the boat. It's like my favorite part because it was like so real Mike and they usually edit that stuff out anytime like anyone puts him on the air and like you actually got to see like this Mike temper tantrum on like <laughs> yeah, national television. Shocker. I thought he was crying when I saw him I was sad. I was very sad. Yeah, it, it's it's hard because in an hour show you don't see everything that happened. Yeah. And the way that particular show was edited, they they did, I thought they would put it in, but they didn't put it in. But I went a full day blue fishing, trying to catch a bluefish, and didn't catch a single bluefish. And then so up to that point it was a three quarters of a day more so i'm almost two full days in it was the last possible day the shoot was over the next day and it was like the last day of filming and i'm like man i want to end this show i want to kill it i want to end the show catching all three in new york and then i have this bluefish on and it gets off he's on he's on he's on you see his head gone into the net and it comes off and then I find out it was because the stinger hook pulled off because they didn't have the little plastic piece How on there. How hard was it for you to hold that in? Dude, you, saw, you. you saw it. I saw you. Dude, there were so many. I, I, I was cursing on the inside. I wanted to stab the guy no, you with his own trolling rod. I put the tra- I, when we re-rigged that thing. I made sure it was put on right. I put everything on. But <laughs> is but, it possible the bluefish chewed that little rubber? Piece I, it's off? not possible because he told me I forgot <laughs> to put it on. Uh, but everybody, if you're a fisherman, whether you fish for bass or whatever, you it's devastating to lose that when it's so close. We've all been through it, and you know it didn't. There was no money on the line. It didn't mean anything. There were no trophies. But dude, I wanted to catch that fish. I it, you know it, for me, I. I I did this competition in my head that I wanted to catch every species in every show. And that I don't want to give too much away. It didn't happen. But I wanted to, I wanted to succeed. It's like a tournament. I want to win. And at that moment, I thought it was going to be my last chance. Here it goes. We only got an hour left to film, and I just blew it. And luckily, caught another one, which awesome. was which But if was you're great. going to catch any of them, catch the one this Friday. This one, the, the London one, is my absolute favorite. 
Oh, good day. Good day, mate. No, that's like Australian. <laughs> she got big teeth. <laughs> Carl Jacobson now? She got big teeth. Oh, that was. That was Australian mixed in there. Uh, all right. We're, we're talking enough about uh, silly things. I want to get back to reality here. Oh, yes. And uh, getting back to reality, I think we should get back into character uh, because this is the Ike Live Halloween special. Lovey, we have our first guests <laughs> on the line, Lovey, and we have not had these guys together on Ike Live, this island, this silly island, forever. Never, ever. ever. And, and my money is very important, but only thing more important than my money are good people and good friends. And joining us right now via Skype, we have not one, but two Howls with us. Randy and Robin Howell joining us tonight on Ike Live. How are you doing, guys? Hello from Anthosville. Wait a, wait a minute. Lovey, we're, are we the house? We're the house. We're the house. Well, who are these house? So we're the house. No. This is Lovey. This is Lovey. I'm Thurston. Oh! Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Lovey? No, no, no. Lovey, this is it. This is preposterous. Only house at the Oyster Yacht Club. Lovey, Lovey, this is ridiculous. I... I won't take this. This is preposterous. Oh. I was at the Guntersville Yacht Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! How you guys doing? Uh, we're good. We're good. Uh, what are y'all? Uh, oh, no. we're we're being silly and ridiculous. And I I gotta tell you, I we've we got in a character. We researched our howls a little bit, and I gotta be honest. I think you guys are better howls than we are. Man, if you'd have just given us just a little, like, more than three hours notice, you could have been really <laughs> uh, I, I love it. I love it. Uh, so, I didn't even know what you were doing until we just started watching the show. <laughs> oh, my gosh, go get a hat. <laughs> now, i got to ask, have, were you guys Gilligan's Island fans at all at any point in your life? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really was. Oh, I used yeah. to love it when I was a kid. You know, even before we knew each other, I was. For sure. And then, we, and then we did get nicknamed that for some reason back in the uh, early days. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. After yeah. Patches, we became the Howells. Uh, wow. You know. <laughs> was, was Bill Taylor involved in this at all? Because he's standing behind me right now. He's looking at me yeah. funny. Man, I love Bill. He's making me nervous standing behind you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, 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 Mike, Mike, I heard you mention my name, Mike. Oh, yeah, Bill, sorry about that. Hey, sorry. Uh, all right, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy now. He's the best guy out here in the world. Y'all like him. Y'all hung around him like I do. <laughs> now, I, this, this might be a stupid question, but in your experience watching Gilligan's Island, who were your favorite characters? Well... I used to like that real pretty girl. Um, what was her name? Um, it was too ginger. Ginger, ginger yes. I like ginger. Remember ginger? There's Captain right there. There's Captain. Yeah, yeah. I like ginger though. I have to be honest. I did. Robin, who, who was your favorite character? I mean, I was all about Gilligan. She liked Gilligan. She likes skinny guys. That's why she picked me. Word. Word. Gilligan just said word. I don't know if you've ever said that on the island before. I didn't say that. I haven't seen that show. How many years has it been since we saw that show? Oh, it's 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 unbelievable. We we were talking earlier in the show. It's so funny if you're if you're I feel like mid twenties or earlier, you have no clue whatsoever. Unless you're a hardcore classic TV buff, you have no clue what Gilligan's Island is. And it's funny, like you know, you'll bring up these names. Eric the intern, I'm gonna put you on the spot. You ready? The Munsters. 
Nothing. Nothing. Oh, come on. Yeah. Beverly Hillbillies. We know yeah. that. Yep. Zero. No, I love Zero. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that picture. Brady Bunch. <laughs> All right, I know the Brady. You know bunch. Brady Bunch. I know oh, come of on, them. man. Yes, I know. Oh, of thank them. God. Pete, <laughs> Pete, give him some. You got anything for him, Skipper? Michael Jones. Hell no. <laughs> How about, how about the old fishing shows? Orlando Wilson. Yeah. I know the name. You know the name. I know the name. All right. All right. That's all I got. Oh Gattaback Addis. The worst of just making stuff up now. No. no. That's real? That's real. Gattaback Addis is real. Oh, I don't know. No. <laughs> all right. These millennials, man, I'll tell you. Uh, our boys. Don't, never I don't even watch TV. You know that. Our boys have never seen Gilligan's Island. They don't even know what it is, unless there's been a remake in the modern era of the old shows, like the old, the new movie yeah. made of the old days. That's the only way they know about the good old days shows. And that's You're right. Sad. You're right. That is sad. Now I, I want to say right now we probably have at least couple hundred people watching right now if any of you guys watching are movie producers and you're looking for actors and actresses right here here's your pool to select from for a gilligan's island movie. It's a pretty sad pool <laughs> no i think it's a great pool. uh now uh, tell me a little bit about halloween for the house uh the real house not 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 us uh what, what's it like? Do you guys have plans are you guys gonna trick or treat you have a party what are your costumes fill us in Man. Usually a bunch of boys come over here and they're in and out on the golf cart scaring people or hiding behind the bushes to scare the little kids coming up to our front door. Yeah, that's what our boys do. Laker, Laker puts on a big, uh, one of those big ghillie suits that looks like a, you know, like a bush or a tree. Yeah. And he hides in the bushes by the door and you should see how bad he scares the little kids. It's terrible. Yeah, but they love doing that and they ride around. This neighborhood here we're in. Uh, the kids ride around on golf carts and four wheelers and, you know, do that kind of stuff. So that's what we normally do. We're not going to be home this time though. Unfortunately, we're going to miss it this year. Right. Right. I think I know where you're going to be. Uh, Brian Carpenter, I, I, I yeah. hear this and I, I gotta, I gotta, Dave too, I want to put you guys on the spot. We grew up in a town called Runnymede here in New Jersey and it, it you know, it was middle of the road. It wasn't, you know, uh, what would you call it? Typical suburbia. Uh, but I remember some of our early Halloween forays. We'd go out and we would double back on the good houses. You know what I mean? And we would, we, we would go on this mission to collect as much candy as we could. But dude, if I could close my eyes and be a kid again and want a trick or treat, there'd be nowhere else in the world I'd want to go than Gunnersville, Alabama. Can you think about that? Think about that, Pete. Think about driving around on a golf cart, going to, Randy and Robin Howell's house. Gone to Chris Lane's house. Swinging by the swindles for some quick candy. And last but not least, getting that big old sack. That big old sack. Empty sack lunch. And gone by Boyd Duckett's. Yeah. Oh, God. Curly I mean, everybody's you in Guttersville. Justin Lucas, the Lees. Yeah, God. I mean, y'all should just have a Halloween party together. Right? No, we 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 definitely need to do it. If we could ever all be home one time, we should do that. Man, I want y'all got to come that. down here though. You got to come put it on. We didn't have the Ike live show here on location at Gunnersville. Then you can fish with me, and we'll do a show about I li- that. I like that idea. One of the one of the grand goals of Ike Live, just to let you know, and I don't think we've ever publicly said it, but this is a great time to mention it, is we want to take this show mobile. We imagined eventually investing in an old ice cream truck. <laughs> and going around the different towns, yeah. or a pontoon boat and bugging everybody as they're tournament fishing. 
putting that wake cool. putting wake on them. You know what I mean? That sounds that way better cool. than yeah. the ice cream truck. The ice cream yeah, truck. Yeah, that's an ice cream truck. <laughs> 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 Especially that little creepy music, the ice cream right? truck. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Mr. It's Mr. Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it Mr. Frosty. Uh, real quick before I get off, Boy Duckett, what do you think he's giving away for ho- for Halloween? You know what I mean? Like, like I said, back in the Runnymede days, like all the houses were like ranchers and split levels, and there was one nice house in Runnymede. Brian DeCarpenter is going to remember this. I'm going to put him on the spot. Dave, remember this. There's one nice house in Runnymede that was what I guess we consider a Mick Mansion. Now, not even a, now you look at it you're like that's not a mansion, but back in the day it was a Mick Mansion, and they would give away. Soft pretzels. And I swear, it, it was like the best. Do you remember that, Dave? It was over by Hershey Lake. And it was, it, we, we, it would be like the immaculate uh, Halloween, you know, stop to get a soft pretzel in your bag. I wonder what Boyd gives away. I think he gives away like whole chicken dinners. How about crankbaits? Oh, he might. About, or rod. Every kid gets a rod. A rod. Hey, he, he probably gives away like Uh-oh. not. What is it? But like, like like warranty repairs are not going to honor. <laughs> Throw them right in the bag. Uh, Triton boats. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> Be a hard time putting that in the bag. Uh, I I want to get you guys. Uh, uh, oh, 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 here it what comes. Happened? I don't know. They I, froze. They froze. <laughs> I, I do want to get your opinion, if you're still there, on um, what's been going on. You know, I, I think we've heard from a lot of people about the sport, about changes, about MLF versus Bass versus FLW. But I want to hear it from a couple, couple's perspective because, you know, a lot of people in the sport, including our, you know, everybody here in the studio, we respect you guys because you are sort of like the power couple of bass fishing. Oh, I, and, and I would, that's, that's I, I want to get your opinion. I, I want to get your opinion because, you know, I think so many times we look at it from just the angler's perspective on what happened. But I want to hear it from a couple's perspective or the family's perspective. What, how, how do you guys feel about what's happened in the last two to four weeks? We're excited. Yeah, definitely excited. I'm, you know, we, you know, we've all been doing it a long time. We're 45 years old this year. Really been doing it. I'm since, not. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Love it, love it. Yeah, we were we were 18. We got married, so we've been doing this our whole life. So this, so this has been our life, you know. And our boys have been with us and grown up with you guys on the road, you know. All you know, all of us have been like family for a lot of years. So the excitement of just seeing a new era of bass fishing and just a new uh, refreshing of everything that we've ever known, and then just just having a whole new direction to. To look forward to. I'm really excited. I mean, really, really. We're both really excited just to see the future because in the past we've always known what was going to happen every year and it's not been as much excitement, but now we've got a lot of excitement because we don't know what's about to happen. That's what I love. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree. And I think, uh, Pete, I, I think a lot of people are so focused on the negative the last two or three weeks. You know, like it's a bad time. It's the end of the world. Oh my gosh, <laughs> what's going on? But I, 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 I'm like you guys. I, I really am focused on the positive things that have happened. And not just in MLF, but the opportunities that have opened up in Bass, the opportunities that have opened up in, in FLW. I think it's a great time for the sport. Do you guys agree with that? Totally um, agree. Yeah, yeah. Totally. We've been bombarded with high school fishing lately since we've taken over 
um, coaching our local team <laughs> here. Team. Yeah. And just looking at it from that perspective and seeing just what it's going to do for high school and college fishing for the future with Laker going into college. I mean, there's just yeah. so yeah. many awesome things that's going to come from this that yeah. we're really excited about. <clears throat> that it's, it's hard for kids to come out of, you know, out of high school fishing into college fishing and then have a roadmap to try to be a pro angler. You know yeah. how hard it is to try to succeed. And I think, all of these changes are going to, like, as Boyd and Gary say, you know, raise the tide so all the ships rise and in the, and in the whole, you know, overall thing, all the college guys are going to have a way to come in and Bass is going to have so many great opportunities now on FLW2. And then as MLF and Bass Pro Tour builds and, you know, builds more opportunities for the future, I just think it's going to be more, uh, more possibilities for more people to be able to make a living fishing. And that's what we all want to see. I, I agree. Uh, by the way, uh, if you have questions for Randy and Robin, if you're watching right now, please hit us up on the IM. We have a scary-looking Indian back there doing <laughs> doing our IMs. Also, you can hit us up on social media, at Ike Live Show. Pete, go ahead. I know you want to say something. Well, I didn't quite declare, so I, I guess I assume you're going to fish FLW next year? Too new? <laughs> <laughs> no. no you say who's going to fish up the other day? Remember, Ron? remember, Bill Taylor's lo- watching right now. So watch what you say. Hey, what'd you say there, Pete? You- <laughs> I wish I wish I had the time and the energy and everything and the scheduling to to work out to fish all of them. You know, it'd be great to fish all of them because I know, you know, just like this week with the the bass bracket tournament going on. You know, I wish I was there competing. You know, cause when you see competition going on, it's hard to to sit back and watch it and not be in it. You know, because that's in our blood. So uh, I'm excited. I wish we could fish them all, but you know, right now we're going to be excited about fishing that Bass Pro Tour and hopefully uh, make the cuts and get into the Cup events because the Cup events going to be really great. A lot of money to win in those. So uh, I think it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited and just seeing what's going to happen. Maybe it's going to give us more opportunities to, you know, Robin and I for a long time we've been you know dabbling around with youtube stuff and you know we just never have time to really get into tv and i mean you guys are doing great to do all you do already and and going out and launching this big tv show as much time as it takes to do it and still fish professionally but that's the future that's kind of what we want to get into it's more like a you know some type of like the love seat the funny come you know entertainment type fishing shows for for the family i don't really know what it means but one day that's what we're hoping to do but we need to win a little bit more money before we can do that <laughs> I, I like it i like it now i want to i want to switch gears here and, and keep on this topic the interesting thing me and becky analyze it all the time um you know we me and becky look at each other and we're like man we're we're sort of the old people on tour now right you know i look at becky and we look at each other we're like damn we've been around for a while now and and we see so many i'm 29 all right we've been She's... together since i was seven that's illegal Little. don't get me in trouble uh, there's so <laughs> there's so many young couples right now and it's it's exciting right you know you see a, the Lucases out there. You yeah. see the Lees, uh, Brandon, and all these young couples that are traveling and essentially doing what you guys did, you know, a long time ago. Uh, the same route. They're they're going through this same lifestyle. Uh, if if they're watching right now, if we've got some of these young couples, and even if they're, even if they're not the couples that fish bass, they're fishing FLW or or regional or locally. Give give, give them guys some advice because I, I think this is important. Give them some things. That you guys did right over the years 
and maybe give them a couple things that you did wrong over the years as a couple. Okay, that's a good one, man. I would say start start out camping in the beginning because that's our one huge regret was waiting. What was it? Nine, nine years? years. We waited yeah. nine years before we started camping because yeah. it wasn't popular. It wasn't what everyone was doing. And that has been the biggest game changer for our lifestyle on the road of anything. Yeah, for sure. You know, you guys love it too. You know, it's just so much better than hauling in and out of the hotels week after week and uh, the boys growing up under the Waffle House sign instead of by the campground at the lake. <laughs> and, uh, it's a lot better. So that that's probably the best thing, the best advice first is is stay together. Do things together, share everything. If you're able, if you're able yeah. to, if you're able to, you know, it's not not possible for everybody. We sacrificed a lot early on. Robin slept in the back of the truck with me for you know a lot of years, and we ate peanut butter sandwiches and all the sad stories we could tell you. Walked uphill in the snow and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Both but ways. we you know, we did it all early, and uh, and two two biggest sponsors were Mastercard and Visa, right. you know, and they were high interest sponsors. <laughs> we didn't have any help, and uh, but we did it together. And, uh, you know, and after we finally did make it, you know, it makes looking back on it, knowing we, we never missed anything, you know, together and our, and our boys have been able to grow up. And thanks to Robin working hard with, you know, the homeschooling, you know, keeping them with us on the road, yeah. I've been able yeah. to not miss a whole lot. And, uh, and that's the biggest blessing of all, just being able to do it together. And time has flown by so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, is there anything you look back on and, you say, God, I wish I would have. I wish I would have did that different, or I, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Is there one thing that stands out? I wish I had journaled the whole time and Ooh. and ha- like pictured journals the entire <laughs> time of every single tournament, everything we've done. I wish I had done that along the way. That's a yeah. good one. That's so true, though, because I have some of the craziest stories. I remember like calling home to my mom or my friends, like, like you can't make it up. And they're the wildest things happen to you while you're traveling and on the road. And now, like, something has to trigger the memory for me to be like, yeah. oh, my gosh, you're never going to believe this happened yeah. eight years ago. But, like, yeah. I wish I had written that stuff down because you would never believe it happened. Like, blowing yeah. out three tires in 24 hours and, like, yeah. what we had to do to get home in a camper that, like, was missing a side. And the fact that, like, I tossed a five-month-old and a, and a you know, 22-month-old in, in a truck and hauled a 43-foot <laughs> camper across, like, the Ozarks by myself and I'd never hauled a camper. You know what I mean? It's just, like, stuff that you're like, what what possessed me to think that yeah. was normal and I could do that? Yeah. You know, very bold. Yeah. I took I took a hook through the eyelid. Like, oh, who does that? It all write books uh, yeah. for all the craziness, and it would be really, really good bestsellers. I know every one of us because all <laughs> of us have had the most crazy experiences on the road, and like, and that is what Robin has said. And, you know, with the the modern technology now, with the cameras and the, you know, and our phones and all that, we're now we're having a lot more video and better pictures than we used to have. But we missed a lot, a lot of good years of yeah. crazy stuff. That if we had have kept up with it and journaled it like Robin said, that would have been best, you know. But but I but nothing, you know. Believe it or not, nothing really stands out to me uh, that I wish I had have done, you know, differently when it, about anything but fishing. And of course, I can give you a lot of stories about fishing, as you know. But uh, yeah, I wish I wish I would have fished that bridge at Guntersville that you fished. That's a pretty good bridge. <laughs> I know that's about the only thing in fishing is it, but other things we've done, I, I feel like, you know, 
even though things didn't turn out great from time to time, I still wouldn't change it because we learned something valuable and got better at everything we did because of it. You know, so that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Now, Robin, I got to ask you. A lot of people watching, listening right now, probably don't know that you're a heck of an angler yourself. But um, do you miss the days? And, and Becky, I want you to chime in this too after Robin answers. Do you miss the days that you could practice with Randy, getting in the back of the boat, slinging around, helping him? practice fish and find fish do you miss those days or do you like it better now that you get to do your own thing and not have to worry about that i miss having the opportunity to say if i want to go or not yes i would like there's some days that it might be an awesome place and i would love to go out with him but even more than that i would love to see that my boys could go out with him during practice now yeah, um, yeah. You know, I do miss that because we had some crazy yeah, stories on the fun. boat. You know, oh, we found we goodness. found that dead man in the in the Hudson River that year. We remember were that? together. Yeah. We were together. Y'all remember that story? No, was it Brian's ghost? <laughs> no, it was uh, <laughs> it was somebody named Jose something uh, something or another. But it was he, crazy. He was like under the bridge in Catskill Creek, had a cinder block tied to his oh, leg, and was three God. feet deep. And Robin spotted him. It first. was horrible. Yeah, and I tore my prop up trying to get out of there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so wow, that's just one of the stories that happened, but that's part of being together out there. Yeah, we miss it. Yeah, yeah, we miss it though. I always was mad at you guys because I felt it was unfair. <laughs> it was unfair. <laughs> that they caught a, that they found a dead person. Like, what are you, yeah, well, what are that, you getting at? <laughs> but no, they they always got to practice together. And yeah. Robin was Robin's a stick. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know? So you thought it was unfair, unfair that Robin was in the back of the boat. Unfair. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> For real, he just told me what to fish with, and I said, okay. <laughs> See, it, it, it was a help though, because you know that's like anybody practicing with you. It is a help, but she definitely was able to help me from time to time on baits. That, you know, you want to get your co-angler to try a different bait, and that's what you did. You know, but we had a good time. We fished a lot of tournaments together. You know, in our you know, 19 to 22 or three years old age and, uh, won a boat together on Bugs Island Lake, beat old David Fritz and Gerald Beck and David Rock. Wow. Jeff Coble back Stout in those days. Field. We had a good time Stout fishing. Field. So yeah. Robin, I, lo- I love, and we still love to fish together and we don't get to do it a lot, but hopefully as we get older, we're going to do it more. That's awesome. I, I tell you, Becky and I have had some experiences. The one, there's two I remember. I'll let her tell the one, but the one we were at, do you remember the first year we were at Falcon? Do you remember how good it was at Falcon Lake? Like, you yeah. could literally go anywhere and catch 20 pounds. It was that good. And yeah. I I'll, I remember, like it was yesterday, I found a spot. It was a, a roadbed that paralleled a drop. And it was like the top of that roadbed was in 40. The drop was in 60. And I threw out there and caught a big one. I said, Beck, throw out there. And she had on a big power worm, threw out there. She caught one about seven pounds. And she landed that thing. And I threw out and caught another one. I said, cast out there one more time. And on the very next cast, she caught another big one. It was amazing. You know, it was an amazing moment for me because at the time, you were sort of new to fish, to bass fishing, yeah. and, and they were doing a six and, He learned nothing from me. A six yeah. and seven pounder are giants. It was so exciting to see her catch him. But then there were other events, like it was the last year we were allowed to practice, and you were practicing with me somewhere in Florida, and the bites were so scarce. You were out there it with me. It was Palatka. It was somewhere. It was somewhere in Florida, and I was telling her not to set the hook. So she'd finally get a bite after it was six the hours. third day of practice with not a single she'd bite. She'd finally it get a awful. bite. And I'd I say, finally Don't get set. a bite, and I can tell it's a 
It's a big fish. Like one. literally, yeah. I'm watching the line, like just go, and I'm like, <gasps> don't do he's it. Screaming, bloody don't murder! Do it. Don't set the hook! I need that fish. And I'm like, are you effing kidding me? Yeah. Like three days out here, nothing, yeah. Yeah. and I had to just let it. And so when he got off the water the first day of of the actual tournament, I had nothing else. I ca- I didn't even care if he had five fish. I was like, did you catch my fish? I caught it. Did you catch? I my caught fish? that fish. He it was did. a four pounder. I did yeah. catch that fish. <laughs> yeah, I caught that same. <laughs> That's right. Whether I did or not, right. I'm saying I did. Yeah. Uh, Dave, what do we got? We got IMs coming through. What do you got for me? We do. Uh, the IM board overwhelmingly is either in awe or in criticism of, in my opinion, the most amazing flat top in mankind. Ah! <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I didn't even know we were going to be on the show when I got accepted. Wow. People. It's, it it's is almo- definitely high and tight. Yeah, I love it. But it's um, almost like listening to the sheep criticize Superman as he flies by. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that flat top is you can't say a word about that thing, dude. Okay. If I could do anything else other than a flat top, I would. I, I t- I'm, you I'm, have no idea. I'm really tired of wearing it, but I can't do anything else. I got a cowlick here, a cowlick back here, and I just can't wear any other hair. So I now I am. I mean, that's my trademark, I guess. It's like a chia pet. It just keeps growing. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody somebody said, though... (laughs) That he, he would have made an amazing gym teacher with that haircut. That's true. <laughs> Mil- in the military or a gym teacher would have been two other occupations you'd been perfect for. Now, Rhode Island State Police. Rhode Island State Police. <laughs> or or uh, or Vermont DNR. You would have been perfect. Yes. Nah, he's referencing he's referencing the movie with Jim Carrey where oh. he had the flat top where oh, he was the yeah. cop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now, while we're on the subject of your hair, Randy, do you want to give away the secret to that cut, or do you want to do you want to let us fill us in on who does that? Robin, do you have any hand on that cut at all, or is it a barber, or is it a who, who do you well, who is it, Randy? What do you, what do you got? Yeah, Rob, Robin. Twenty years ago, I gave up. Uh, we were at Okeechobee, and he asked me to touch it up for him, and I messed it up immediately. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I will never she's touch your off, hair again, and can't. I've never done it. Again. <laughs> I can't hurt my head with her bare hands now. Never let it cut her again. So uh, I had a really, really great barber in Birmingham area for a long time. Still call him Mr. Joe. He's like 82 years old. I still talk to him about once a month, and he's retired. And he's the one that kind of shaped it up and was a perfectionist. And he taught me to be particular about it for a lot of years and I just got more more anal over it over the years. <laughs> Save all the stuff. We could have a TV show just about haircuts. <laughs> it's glorious. We, we really, and now in Gunnersville I've, I've got a new barber here that's just kind of an old-fashioned barber shop in downtown Gunnersville. And yeah, and actually he cuts, he cut Jordan Lee's hair before he won the Classic. He cut mine before I won the Classic. And he and he wow. cut a lot. He's like a classic barber is what we call him. And yeah. um, he... He's getting where he's cutting it a little bit better all along, and I still come home, and I'm still particular. I still come home and cut it for like 30 minutes myself after I get it. <laughs> yes! You can see how I have to do it, and, and sometimes I mess it up. Like, I mess it up every once in a while, and if you ever see me wearing a hat and it's not a tournament, you know I messed it up. And she's what happened. <laughs> I, ha- I haven't stopped looking at it, dude. I know. Like, I wish your eyes were four inches higher so I wasn't just staring at your hair. Like, I could still look you in the eyes when you're talking. <laughs> I like the perfection angle. I like the perfection angle on the haircut. You, you're, you, Randy, you're the Charlie Hartley of haircuts. 
All right, there you go. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. Yeah. You got that right. I wish I could keep my stuff as clean as he does. Right. Now, Pete, all, yeah. Pete, you also have lovely hair, but you do the other deal. You do the big, flowing, beautiful mane, the swoop. The swoop. Yeah. It's like a Donald Trump who's got kind of. Uh, I don't know, but I, I'm, can you do anything cool with your hair? Like that, those lines are so. Can you like cut braid or, you know, you like lightning bolts or something? You know, every once in a while, I really want to step out of the box Mm -hmm. and get like a, you know, my initials Uh, or some kind of lightning bolt in the side of it. Robin, she never lets me, so I just never. I have nothing to do with it. Uh, I, let's just ask, Brian. We have to. We finally, after five years of Ike Live, year five, we started making a little bit of money, so we do have a little budget. In the Ike Live budget right now. $20. What will it cost to get Ike Live buzzed on one side, Randy? Well, just give us a number. What will it cost to have Ike Live shaved on one of the sides? I don't know if I've got a big enough side for that. <laughs> How about Ike on one side and Live on the other? Carmella could do it. She's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, hmm, I don't know. Let me talk to my manager here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get we'll get after the show. We'll get with you guys. Like I almost wish someone would make a squishy on just his like flat top. I would buy that and just squeeze yeah. it while I'm driving well, there's around. A member, there, there, there's a merchandising item for you guys a right there. Squishy. You talking about the little thing you squeeze? Yeah, them little squishy things Absolutely. that all the kids have. A stress ball. A stress ball. I would put it on the front of the boat so when I lost one, instead of breaking a rod or kicking the Lawrence over, I could just squeeze that thing. You squeeze Randy's head. No, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I would squeeze it. Y'all are so weird. <laughs> squeeze it, and I would smile at you real big. Yeah. <laughs> like his eyes would pop out. Like, yeah. yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd be I, getting I gifts from Abu Garcia and Lawrence. Be sending you stuff as a thank you, you know. Now, like that one, you know, uh, the, who was the guy on the show that I grabbed him in the picture? Y'all had that whole contest here. <laughs> while back, you know? the oh yeah, the what's up, Randy? That's right. I carved a pumpkin one time with his head. Like I did it like his head. She did. She Whoa! It looked better than me. Yeah. It was really cool. <laughs> uh, Dave, what else we got coming in? No, that's it. Uh, I kind of, I kind of defended him well enough to where people aren't aren't trying to say nothing anymore. Thank you. The aborigine has defended. Respect the flat top. Respect the flat top. That's the sticker. We've got stickers. Have you been stickered yet? I'll get you a sticker. Oh. Yeah, I got these stickers. You know how uh, Brent Ayler was sticking those those stickers on everything. Yeah. I got stickers that have a little. Flat top guy, and it says respect the flat top. Yeah, oh, I'd like to have one oh, of them. I would too. We need one. Some. We need one for the studio, studio, Brian. Yeah, you yeah. can put it right under the uh, that that sign, the Ike, the Ike, the uh, I like Ike sign. Let's do it right there, yeah. right on his forehead. We yeah. need one, Randy. Let's do it. All right, now you know we, of course, you know the show, Randy and Rob. We we never ever ever will let anybody off the hook that easy. So. We've uh-uh. got, uh, and, and this is the great part because. Including ourselves. Including ourselves. Uh, as Becky and I sit here, we have no idea what's in store. This is legitimately, I have no idea what's going to happen, but there is some kind of contest put together by our very own Dave Brodzik, aka Fathead, aka Wharf, aka Stormtrooper, aka Indian, uh, has put together a contest for us, and I think it's for all four of us, right? Is it for Dave? Am I correct? Is it for. The the real Hal's and the fake house. This is Hal versus Hal Gilligan's Island trivia. Yes, <laughs> Hal versus Hal Gilligan's Island trivia. 
Well, I'm, glad. I'm excited. All right, back. I mean, uh, Lovey, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. We're going to let our guest will get the opportunity to answer first on question number one. Okay. And there's five questions. Five, five questions. Okay. Six, are you? Seven. Okay. Fake howls. Are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. Yes, we're okay. ready. Lovey, are you ready? Wow. I'm ready. Okay. Wait, hold on. Let me count my money. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it's still there. And I have to get in character. Let me rub my pearls. I love my money. Where's my teddy? Oh, I have my teddy. Let me love on my All teddy. Right. <laughs> okay. First question is for the guest howls. Okay. What phrase did the professor give to Gilligan to tell the headhunters to release his friends? Who? What phrase did the... What did you say? What phrase... <laughs> Yeah, she's Googling. She's Googling. She's not it. even good at it, dude. No, no Google. <laughs> Google's illegal. Oh, man. Get that out of here. No Google. Bust. She's the Google queen. No so, Google. Okay, say that question one more. Question, question one. What phrase did the professor give to Gilligan to tell the headhunters to release his friends? Jeez, I don't know, man. I That's forgot. All right, they're forfeiting the question. Mike, you have an opportunity to cash in. Thirsty okay. and Lovey. Okay, Lovey, Lovey, do you want to consult on this? I have an idea. I have a guess on this one. I trust you, Thurston. Go for it. <laughs> Cut them loose. Oh. Uh, negative. Oh, God. No. Was I close? The correct answer would be Polasi Bogumba. Policy Gaboomba? How do you remember Policy Bagumba? Policy Bagumba. He kept saying it. Like first time he said it slow, then he said it fast. I kind of remember it now. The professor was teaching him the phrase because the professor obviously figured out the language. Right. And um, and that meant (laughs) that meant release the prisoners. Are they all going to be this hard? Policy Gaboomba. Okay. (laughs) Next question. Policy Bagumba. Policy Gaboomba. Everybody say it. This is to Thurston and Lovey. Thurston and Lovey. Yes. Ready. Yes. In yes. one of the episodes, How to Be President, Gilligan had a dream sequence where he's a dictator speaking to a large crowd from a balcony. <laughs> what declaration or promise does he make? Oh, to get us off the island. Yes, to get us off the island. Negative. Oh! <laughs> Guest house, you have a chance to cash in. No taxes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. That's actually a good guess. So, the scene was, uh, and it's kind of written in crap. Gilligan viewed himself as a senator it, back in the Roman times, like a Caesar. No, he. I, I watched it today. He was uh, a. Uh, I remember it wrong. He was a, uh, a Napoleon. Uh, he was Napoleon, and he promised everyone in the audience, "If you elect me, I will give you this, that, and the other thing." I promise you this. <laughs> <laughs> And the other, and the crowd all. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, so we're both wrong. Maybe, maybe we ought to go with a question like, "What was the name of Gilligan's Island?" <laughs> <laughs> that might be easier. Oh my God! That one's coming, Pete. So there's a good chance this will be a zero-zero tie. <laughs> Lo- Lovey and Thurston during the first season, which two cast members were mentioned in the credits as weren't mentioned in the oh, oh yeah, were mentioned in the credits as the rest. Oh, it must have been Ginger and Marianne because they're women. <laughs> Ginger and Marianne. That would be half correct. Oh, point five. But nope. we have we have nope. to give the guest house the opportunity to oh. get the other point five. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I'm saying you're wrong. Marianne is one of the. Marianne was one of them. Who's the other? <gasps> and um, oh man, was it the? Uh, 
what was that other guy's name that 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 other guy that picture we just saw? Darn, I can't think of the name. The of captain. It. I don't know. No, I wasn't the captain. It's like the doctor. Was it a doctor? The on there, the professor. No, when they're when they're a doctor on the show, remember that somebody. That was that was oh my God, this is dying. <laughs> oh, that's right. There was. I think there was a gynecologist in one yeah, of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It was the professor. It was the professor. It was the professor. Ah, the professor. And what I, was trying to say. I think we should get the point for that because I said the professor. It is. It is point five to nothing. Ah! Oh, there you go. Lovey. Lovey, we're up by points. Yes. Next question. Next next question. We win in life, Lovey. <laughs> Guest house. Is Gilligan his first or last name? Ooh. Ooh. This is for us. We're yeah. the real house, but we're the guest house, right? We're guest house. Okay, we're the guest house. <laughs> All right. Um, was Gilligan his first, first or last name? name? Gilligan was his uh, first name. Mm-hmm. That would I be guess. incorrect. <laughs> Gilligan was his last name. All right. First and last <laughs> What was his first name? Gosh, a 50-50 question. I'll get it wrong. Eric. <laughs> no, oh gosh! Oh, this one. When you say it, it's it's gonna totally. Really? Oh, you actually know it? I have no knowledge of this. It was Willie Gilligan. <laughs> Willie! Willie Gilligan. Uh, I, never I don't think it was ever said on the show though. Yeah. <sighs> Willie G. Willie. I was too young to remember stuff about the show. I guess when I watched it. I don't All right. Know. Google. The next question that no one will get. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is this for? By the way. This is for anyone at this point. <laughs> Anybody. Yeah. Skipper, you, you may win. You can chime in if you want. You, you may win with a 12-inch fish, Mike. You ready? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Lagoon, set in Gilligan's Island, is from a movie from 1954. Name that movie. The, the, lagoon. the, the lagoon set was reused Blue from another lagoon. set. Blue Lagoon. The Blue Lagoon. 1954, bro. Brooke Shields is born, born in 42. Eh? <laughs> that was the 80s. Uh, the the monster one, the one where like the. <gasps> huh? Is that right? The one where the like the monster comes out of the lagoon. What was the that called? Creature from the Black Lagoon. <gasps> wow! Yeah. <laughs> Lovey, Lovey, I think it's another point five, which puts us up to one, and point five for Skipper. Don't you remember that movie? The though? creature from yeah, the Black Lagoon. Yep, yep. It was actually the same set. Yeah, same set. Wow! I didn't know that. I just tried to find the yeah. oldest All right. Lagoon movie I could think wow. of. That was good. Good job, well, Lovey. Good we, job, that, Skipper. That concludes the first round of questions. <laughs> oh, oh no! I don't oh, have any. We do have left. a couple interesting stats, though. Okay. okay. Raquel Welsh auditioned for the role of Marianne, but was was not chosen. Wow. Big mistake. And yeah, Jane mistake. Mansfield turned down the role of Ginger. Wow. Really? Bombshell. That would have been a lot of heat. It would have been a lot of heat. That would have been a lot of heat on that island. Jeez, I'd like to be Gilligan. <laughs> so. <laughs> that would have been a whole different show. <laughs> Two comments tonight, Two. Kirsten. Two of them. <laughs> All right. We have a series of multiple choice questions. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not <laughs> over. In, in the how versus how segment. This is worse than going to the dentist to get a cavity. Filled. These will be individually directed to all howls involved. <laughs> Starting with Thurston Howell the third. Yes. If yes. Randy Howell was driving his rig to a remote weigh-in, 
and was running late and encountered a little old lady crossing the road, would he A. Pull to the side of the road and assist her while risk being late. Or B. Slam his rig to a complete stop, halting traffic in all directions to help the old lady and take the the DQ. Mm. What was A again? <laughs> he would that? he would he would he would pull the rig to the side of the road and help her under the risk of being late. Yes. Or slam it to a total stop and be completely late to assist her. I'm I'm going I'm going to go A. I'm going to go A with that. I'm going to I'm going to go help the old lady pull over risk being late. No, not you, but would Randy do it? Randy. Okay. Yes. I'm going A. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Did you ask? Me? Oh, is that correct? No. That's correct. We already know the answer. Oh, it is this? Okay. We already knew the answer. Okay. We did our research. I drive really fast, so I could get it all done and still make it on time. <laughs> By the way, this is a great segue. That it's the funniest thing, Randy. And I want to call you to play it on it because I'm one of the three guys. There are three guys that are always the last to get to the ramp, to yep. get to a meeting. To get to anything, the the last three guys, the last three guys to get to check in, are always. Do we get to guess? You get to guess. Well, yeah, you're you guess. one of them. Well, you guys are two of them. Okay. That's what you're saying. Randy Howe, myself, and there's one other guy that's always just on the cusp. Oh, wait, Skeet. Let, let, I would say Skeet Reese. No, let's not, let's, not let's, correct. Let's, let's make this a contest on the IM board. Okay. Special yeah, contest. If yeah. you can guess, there's three guys in professional bass fishing that are always late. Or just on the cusp of being late. Oh, I'm going to need the answer from you on the download. Randy Howe, myself, and one other guy. If you can name that guy, you will win. Brian Never DeCarpenter, li- you will win a tube of liquid mayhem. Yeah, no, we'll look we'll, we'll up better now. Better now. All right. Okay. Remember that. We're never late. We're never always late. on time. Just on the cusp. We don't late. waste any time. You know, we can be in at 345. We fish till 45 and 40 seconds, and when they get, we don't waste but like 20 seconds, right? That's yeah. right. That's right. I won Oneida that open on my last, in my, with like 15 seconds to spare. You know that? My last cast. Isn't right that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's happened to me a lot, too. You know, to, like to the very end. All right. Sorry. All right, sorry about that. Yeah, I should have did mine first and Brian's awesome questions that no one knew. Uh-huh. All right. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> Randy Howe. If Thurston Howe was running late, to a remote weigh-in <laughs> and encountered a gaggle of geese crossing the road, would he A, accelerate toward them with prejudice, <laughs> B, wish there was another gaggle with them, or C, both A and B? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is a trick question because I would never drive myself. I'm too rich for that. <laughs> Becky would be driving me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which would it be? Um, I would say, um, I would say A and B. <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. That's correct. Wow. Unbelievable. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> a and B. A and C, right? This is disturbing. I, I love peace. Yeah, multiple choice, right? <laughs> All right. I love geese, except for the ones in our yard that shit all over the place. I love them. The next question is for Lovey Howe. When Robin is crafting Randy his favorite style of croissant, which type of butter does she use? A, Vermont grass-fed, B, Mount Capra, or C, Carrington Organics? (laughs) 
May I have the list again? <laughs> Vermont grass-fed, Mount Capra, or Carrington Organics? Lovey. Um, I'm going to go with Mount Capra. It sounds the most fabulous. Correct. Oh, correct! <laughs> wow! That's Robin, perfect. I didn't know you used Mount Capra. Or what, yeah. what was it? <laughs> <laughs> David from Wisconsin got the right answer on the trivia question. And the answer is? A-A-Ron. Aaron Myers is right! Oh, that's what I was thinking, too. I didn't even told yeah. you, but that's what I was thinking. Wow. David, send that info yeah. in, bro. All right. Send, send your, your info uh, in, and you've won a, a prize. That's so cool. I couldn't have waited. <laughs> Next question for Robin Howe. It is well known that Lovey Howe is big into the eugenics movement. So I ask you, how does she imprison the teenagers whose plasma she consumes daily to maintain her youthful looks? A. This is disturbing. This is disturbing. All right. Where did you come up with this stuff? Does she I didn't even know what eugenics was. Thanks for another vocabulary word today. Does she imprison them in A, a five-by-five cell disguised as a wine cellar? <laughs> that might be the answer. B, a Hannibal Lecter cart with face cage. <laughs> Or C, free-range leg irons with a leash. <laughs> Definitely C. <laughs> that would be correct. Correct. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Lovey, you're a, you're a savage. <laughs> savage. Gosh, cut into you. I didn't even know. Thurston. <laughs> which type of high-end <laughs> dog food does Randy feed his dog? A, Yukonuba beef and beef and broccoli. B, Iams filet mignon with rice, <laughs> or C, Robin stir fry, Robin stir fry roasted chicken croquettes for it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to say, Robin's stuff is too good to feed dogs. It's it's amazing. So I'm going to have to go Iams. Correct. B. Correct. I was yeah. right. That is correct. Iams. That's right. Randy. That's what Bo eats. Randy, if Thurston were to own a dog, it would most likely be a pit bull. So I ask, if he were to reward it with a treat, would it most likely be A, kittens, B, baby seals, or C, a mogwai? What is the last thing? A mogwai. A mogwai was the furry little beautiful creature that a gremlin was before you put water on it. Yeah, from gremlins. It was when they were those fuzzy little doe-eyed <laughs> huggable things. Yeah. And they made, what, what, what was the noise they made? They were like, like, didn't they have a noise? They were like, I don't think, I don't think this is a good question because Ike doesn't like dogs. I heard. <laughs> I love dogs. Correct answer. <laughs> Of them. We're, we're nearing the end. Oh, okay. Lovey. Oh, God. Lovey. If Robin had a bad day, would it be because A, the temp on the broth at the soup kitchen she volunteers at was off a couple degrees? <laughs> B, her server crashed just after the ninth charity she donated to that day? <laughs> or C, only four butterflies landing on her arms and shoulders while taking an oceanside stroll? <laughs> 
with D. Her coffee maker broke. Correct. Oh, damn! <laughs> <laughs> Last question. Robin. Yes. <laughs> Robin, if Becky were... <laughs> if, Mine are disturbing. If Becky were to have a bad day, would it most likely be because, A, her lamb chops were aged a month too much... <laughs> B. No one infused essence of teen into her mineral water. (laughs) 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 We'll see if Thurston ever tries to play producer again. B, it is B. It is B. It is B. That's true. <laughs> Love, he's peeing right now. <laughs> she slammed her. Oh my god, my cheeks hurt. That concludes the questioning, and it was a it was a tie. Oh, it was a tie. We ended up tied. That was wow. so disturbing. Oh, that God. was probably the most disturbing trivia <laughs> we've ever had. Now, will people watch and listen, rewatch and listen to the show and look for this part, or will they fast forward <laughs> through it? That's the question. I don't know. They'll have to stop watching everybody laugh so hard. They'll have to stop and see what we're laughing at. All right. Uh, wow. That was fun. Good questions. Good questions. Uh, guys. Yeah. I, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Uh, thank it, you for enduring. Yeah, this. thank you for thank you for enduring this and uh, and great insight too on 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 couples in the sport. I, I think it's awesome to hear from a husband and wife that have been through it all, that have been together this long in the sport of fishing to get their insight. And I appreciate that from you guys. Uh, you guys mentioned give us. There's people watching that want to follow you guys now that don't. How can they follow you? How can they Get into the life of the real house. Give us some handles so so our viewers can tune in and see what you're doing. All right. Randy Howell Fishing, Randy Howell Fishing, Randy Howell Fishing. It is. Uh, what about the YouTube? No, uh, we do a little YouTube on the catch with Randy and Robin. The catch and, with Randy and Robin. Yeah, we got to catch up on that. We've and got it, a few waiting. So. And I am out that I am outdoors.com uh, where your, your show, uh, some of your shows are. Um, it's called the catch on there as well. Yep. We gotta we gotta update some episodes. We got a lot of stuff sitting right now, and it's, we gotta kind of get it all put together and out. Hope we'll do that soon. But yeah, follow us all there on Instagram and all the social media. We'll be doing our boat media. giveaway this this coming up month, so that's a big thing coming up. We'll be kingshome.com. Don't forget that yes. kingshome.com. Try to win my boat. We <laughs> yeah. need to raise the money and win my boat and. Benefiting um, the women and children of King's Home. So, yeah, yeah, it's another one of the charities that we awesomely love. Great so. charity. Yeah. Great charity. Yeah. Yeah. I'd appreciate it if, uh, if next year maybe you could pick me for a change. Yeah, <laughs> Randy. Pete does need a boat. <laughs> should I bend it to fold my entry? What do I got to do, man? <laughs> Put a little corner on it there. <laughs> I'll get it printed out in that in that computer right off the computer, and that and audit, the, yeah, the auditing people they handle the inside. I have nothing to do with it. And the King's Home kid pulls it and out. And the King's so Home kid pulls it out. That. that way, none of my friends can win. Well, someone can win. They can win, but yeah. none of my friends win that I have anything to do yeah. with. That's, that's awesome. That's that's a that's an awesome charity you guys support, and uh, we appreciate having you on. And have 
fun on Halloween being the real house because we're having fun being the fake house. So have fun. Y'all are doing a good job at it. Y'all are making us proud. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thanks for having (laughs) us. We're honored and delighted and hope to do it again before next Thanksgiving. That's all. Halloween, all right? (laughs) That's awesome. Robin and Randy Howe, everybody. Thank you, guys. Wow. I still think, still debate on who are the real house, though. Uh, lovey. I think we, I think somewhere deep down inside, we are the real house. What do you think? I, I agree. Okay. Totally I agree. agree. Especially after I won my mega billions and I had a plan on wearing real pearls. That's right. All uh, the time. listen everybody, thank you for, for and tuning in to Ike Live tonight. Here's the thing. Uh, this show is not over. Hang in there with us. We're going to take a little bit of a break in a minute here. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, we're going to take a break. As soon as you get done blabbing, we're setting up the commercials. And we're coming back with JT Kenny. Yes. And we've got a pretty badass concert, or yeah, concert, uh, contest we're going to run. Yes. For a big old prize pack of belongings. Yes. And, uh, and I'm going to reach out to Kelly Jordan to see if he's done his MLF meeting and try to get the hot scoop. Hot scoop. On what's going on. On what's going on. I like it. All right. So hang in there with us. Uh, when we come back, more of the Ike Live Halloween special. Come on. Let's go. Sometimes the best fishing isn't out here. God, it's gorgeous. It's in the big city. I'm Mike Iaconelli. My friends and I grew up fishing the mean streams and rivers of Philadelphia. This week, we're in Miami, Florida. New Orleans, Louisiana. Taiwan! All you need is a waterway, a local... I'm ready. Let's go. ...and a little passion. A little passion, Mike. Hey! Fish My City with Mike Iaconelli. New series premieres Friday, October 12th at 10 on Natio Wild. I got a surprise hey, for hey, you. Hey, you hey, gotta hey, come hey. out. I'm respooling my reels, baby. Oh, hush. Come on. Watch your set. Whoa, watch your set there. Come on. Get them close. I got them close. No peeking. Hold my arms up tight. Oh, all right. Ready? One, two, three. Surprise! Oh, yes! Yes! Woo! Is that everything yes. I Oh, yes, yes. Wait. Yes, yes. No. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Yeah! Yeah! box is the perfect gift for the fishing fanatic in your life. It's a monthly box filled with some of the most innovative fishing gear on the market, hand-selected by industry professionals. Check out all the different options available at mysterytacklebox.com. Hey everybody, Mike Iaconelli here. I love fishing this time of the year. It's cold, it's winter, it's snowing, but if you want to prevent the buildup of ice, use real snot. Every time I'm fishing this time of the year, I put a couple squirts on all my guides, especially the tip, before I start casting. Try that tip when you're fishing under these cold conditions, and you're going to catch more fish. See you later. There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust, for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve. Perform. Repeat.
hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice Live Well Treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive. 